Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Access Ninja Podcast. We are a bi-weekly podcast that's every other week where we talk about accessibility through the lens of technology, life, and design. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rachel. Hey, Rachel. How you doing again? I am doing great. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, well, before we get going into the episode, we were chatting a little bit offline before, and I, I just really was excited that you are, in fact, a movie star. Is that right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say a movie star, but okay, I am an actress in a movie. <laughs> So you're not gonna be able to get me into any of these, you know, really swank events in in Hollywood. Quite no, yet. this is not a Hollywood production. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe someday. Um, no, this this is a friend of mine. Her name is Robin J, and uh, she produces. Um, how do you call this? Like, I don't know. It has a genre, but I I forgot the name. It's kind of like those self help motivation uh, movies. You know, I think. Uh, it's the same genre where The Secret was. I think The Secret was a famous movie that was went pretty mainstream uh, a few years ago. You know, they talked about the secret of manifesting. And and there's been other movies kind of like uh, What the Bleep, I think. It was one talking about quantum physics. And in fact, it had a... The star was a, a deaf actress. And uh, she, you know... Um, so it's kind of like a story around there, but then they have experts talking about it. So it was this in like was like Marley Matlin or something. Wasn't yeah, it, it was. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh yes. yeah, I she love her. Yeah, but I mean, she's done bigger stuff other than than this. This is you know alternative kind of uh, perhaps probably low lower budget, like lots lower budget than Hollywood stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not like when she, I mean this is an old one, but like Children of a Lesser God, which was you know a really big movie. But this this yeah, which was like a, a small, more independent picture, right? Right. Correct. Yeah. So this is is the same thing. Unfortunately, they don't have an audio description. <laughs> also, something which wasn't the budget, but you can you can figure the gist of the the movie because it's a lot of talking, and um, yeah. So there was. Um, there is a, a spiritual guide and she's helping people with, you know, the, the, they need help in life. And um, so I'm, uh, I'm one of the persons she helps. I'm the first one. So I'm this blind girl that, that it's um, going to, you know, she missed her, her bus to go to a job uh, interview and she's very frustrated with life and very rude. <laughs> <laughs> which was really hard for me to be rude um it's usually not my natural i'm honest i'm painfully honest but usually not rude to people as much as i can but um yeah so i was very rude and and you know she, she's trying to take me to to find experts that would fit and teach me things and 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 teach me the keys so the name of the movie is becoming the keys and there is having keys you know to to improve your life. So it was, it was a lot of fun shooting. I, I, I didn't know what to expect in the end because this being on the making for two years, we lost a, a director. So we had to add a new one and the styles were different. So we had to reshoot. So it was a very, um, you know, it was very interesting. Originally it was just me. I was going to be the star the whole way through. And then we added um, Elizabeth uh, Mass. Which is like a wonderful person, and I'm so glad that 
her character also came into play. Uh, and thanks to her, my acting totally like improved from, you know, from zero to 10 because she helped me with facial expressions and, and gestures. Cause you know, I, I have some acting background, but my acting background is more on, on, on improv, which it's a lot more natural and fast and, and, and theater. So, you know, in theater, you make like big gestures and, and you go all crazy, but yeah, I guess in camera, you have to be like in the frame. So each little gestures you make him look really big on the screen. So that, that was all the things that I didn't know. And I learned. And so I learned a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, I didn't know what to expect, but it was fun. And I went to the premiere in Vegas on Thursday and, um, and, you know, and, and even though I was being rude, uh, it was kind of funny. So I think people laughed a lot and, and half of the people there, I mean, except for the people on the movie, they didn't know I was actually blind. So when the, you know, producer said that I was actually blind, like, you know, there was this, whoa, like, <laughs> so it was kind of fun. And if you want to find out more, you're curious about this. I, I looked this up while you were talking here, uh, that the webpage for Becoming the Keys for the, the movie where you can listen to the trailer or uh, even it looks like you can order it from here and find out more about it is thekeymovies.com. That's T-H-E, the yeah. key, K-E-Y, you know, movies.com. Movies, plural. So not the key movie, yeah. the key movies. Is important. Yes, and and I and I was on that site, and I can see you in the cast list there, and I recognize <laughs> the picture that you used to the that they put up for the bio and everything. So there you are. It there is, you go. It is official. See. So check it out: <laughs> thekeymovies.com. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I I, I met a lot of people. I mean, I I never been in this self help industry, but it's been a lot of fun to 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 meet people that you know are out there talking and teaching and coaching and it was fun it was a lot of fun I, I learned and I and I, I I'd imagine that Hollywood recording is completely different and you know and I don't know I'm not I'm also not another thing I learned is I don't like scripts <laughs> I like the improv stuff but I definitely don't like memorizing scripts <laughs> now if there was a place like you know if somebody invited me to do a movie which i wouldn't hesitate like not even one second it's kevin hart or any comedian for them so <laughs> if they yeah. ask me to be in a crazy comedy i'll be like yeah i mean let's do this that would be funny that would be a lot of fun well excellent that was sounds pretty exciting and a pretty great experience and uh thank you for sharing that with everybody yeah no thank you it was it it's it was fun. I'm kind of glad Robin sort of tucked me into doing it. And, you know, at first I, I thought, like, I'm not an actress. and But, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And the blind chick on the movie, like, her story doesn't match mine, just so people know. But because I'm usually not bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> There's days. I have my days. Don't take me wrong. I wasn't going to say anything, but... <laughs> Well, excellent. Well, why don't we move right along here? And I think you've got, uh, as a main topic here, uh, a bit of a, uh, a tech tip you want to share with everybody. So, 
So what was that tip that you wanted to discuss today? Well, I want to discuss the editing mode on the iPhone, the iOS, because it's something that it's really useful. And I think that the sighted way and the voiceover way are different. And also because I've I've used this a lot for a long time. Most uh, blind people I know um, use the iPhone in the mode that it comes. You know, I think messages are usually in the top left. Yeah, so when you refer to editing mode, you're talking about rearranging apps on the home screen the of the screen. phone, right? Right. Well, on any screen, because I have like I have about fourteen pages <laughs> of apps, and, and this <laughs> not involves, just the home screen. <laughs> and this involves both changing the order or creating folders to store multiple apps together. You know, just kind of and like deleting. organization, deleting. Right. Oh, very important too. Yes, deleting apps, and because I try apps all the time, and sometimes they are not accessible, so then they go like, bye. Um, yeah. So. That's what I wanted to sort of show to people. And there's been a way of doing it since the beginning of the iOS, which was uh, tapping and holding and then dragging things around. But that made it really difficult for people that are using, for example, a switch. So, you know, not if you're blind, but if you have mobility issues and you wanted to drag things around, it made your life really hard. So now, uh, you know, this editing has changed. So there's a second way of doing it, which makes it a lot more support for switches or for people that have uh, tremors or mobility. And of course, if you're blind, it also helps you out a lot. It made it a little more precise and faster. And so we want to show that. So before you get into the, the voiceover method here. I just want to maybe quickly for people who don't already know about the editing mode on the iPhone or how it works, talk about how you would do it with without the screen reader first. Yes. So the way we would demonstrate uh the way we I would demonstrate this is on the phone. And you've got the the main screen where you've got a list of all the individual apps there and you just press that home button to get there or or do the home gesture if you got the iPhone 10 or higher. Uh, you've got a list of all the apps and they show up, like you were saying, they, they show up first, like I think like messages, maps, photos, camera, I think is usually the default top row. Uh, I could be a little off on that because I've played around with my phone quite a bit. And so, what I, <laughs> so have I. <laughs> so I don't know. So you start to forget what it originally looked like. But oh, So what you would do is you would tap on any of the apps and you would hold for a few seconds. And after a few seconds, visually what would happen is the apps would start to shake almost like they're nervous you're gonna delete one of them <laughs> i did not know that part that's funny <laughs> so they have a little jiggle little jiggle that's your visual that you're in editing mode and at that point you can tap and drag an app to rearrange it if you drop that app instead on another application they create a folder and you can create a folder of multiple apps which you can have pages and pages inside of that and if you want to delete an app, visually on the screen, a little X appears in the corner. And you tap that little X, and it will offer to delete the app. When you're done, and when you don't want it to be in editing mode anymore, you can do one of three things. There's a Done button in the top right corner. You can press the Home button, or do the Home gesture to end it. Or if you do nothing for, I don't know, about 10 to 15 seconds, it'll end editing mode automatically. 
And so that's the normal, not normal is not the right, the right word. That's the standard visual. <laughs> uh, it's the regular. It's the, it's, it's the non-voiceover method. It's, it's the visual <laughs> method to do so. But uh, with voiceover before, uh, if you wanted to do this, you would have to do a double tap and hold. So you would tap once and then again. And on the second touch, you would hold down and not let go. And that would initiate, after a couple seconds, the, uh, that shaking that we mentioned. And there was a whole set of gestures. But you're going to talk about a different way of doing it or the more modern way of doing it. Right? Yeah. So the, the shaking will go like... That's the sound that shows you that it's ready and it's ready to sh- to shake. <laughs> when the jiggle comes up, it goes like, and then you know that you can drag it and drop wherever you want. So that it's very much like the sighted way. And you would drag it. Or if you wanted to uh, delete, you would just double tap. And then it would say, you know, do you want to delete, cancel, whatever. It'll give you a warning. And then if you wanted to activate, you just simply um, press the home and it would stop the editing. So the new way, it's, uh, I don't know if it jiggles visually, but it doesn't give you a sound, but it gives you a voice uh, feedback telling you that it's ready to edit. And that's by when you touch whatever. Notification, ring, now. Sorry, that's my phone there, my notifications. I'm going to be doing the, some of the demonstrations. Give me one yeah. second here. Turn on Do Not Disturb. Okay, I turned on Do Not Disturb. So that'll yes. stop the, my notifications from happening. Yeah. I've, I've got a ring doorbell that has a motion sensor on it, and that's what that notification was about. It says there's somebody. It's supposed to be someone's at my front door, but actually it just means someone walked by my house because it's a little overly aggressive on the motion sensing. Anyways. <laughs> I, <laughs> I should put that on my house. <laughs> I digress. Continue. Oh, yeah. Wait. Hey, have you been talking to me for a while? That must be it. Um, so if, like right now, um, messages is actually selected on Jonathan's phone. That's right. So if you swap up. Edit mode. That's edit. So now we are in edit mode. Started editing. You tap on it, it starts editing. And now you have a few choices, again, if you swap up or down on that same place. Activate default. Drag messages. Stop editing apps. Activate default. Drag messages. So we're going to choose drag. Messages. There you go. So that little sound is the one that shows you is (laughs) ready to to go it's in the, the nervous jiggle <laughs> and they, they are visibly jiggling right now like like okay. i mentioned so <laughs> all right maps is so, editing nope, sorry so now he's moving and he's in top of maps so if you swipe cancel sure. drag create That's new what? folder with maps and messages and then swipe again drop messages after maps and then drop messages before maps and I'm guessing it's before maps right now, isn't it? That's right. Right now it is before maps. So it'd be dropping it right back where it started. Yeah, so nothing would change. So let's, uh, can you swipe down again? So I'll say activate drop default. Stop editing apps. Drop messages before maps. Activate default. Cancel drag. Sorry, I'm in the wrong direction here. 
Uh, actually, I tapped on something by accident. Search, search no, field. and that is actually the five Phone seconds. Page. So if you don't do anything for five seconds, that's what happens. Home, okay. messages. So let me restart messages. that again. Back on messages, yeah. looking up. Edit mode. Double tapping. Yes. Started editing. Messages is edit drag messages. Double tapping on messages to drag. Maps is editing. Flipping over to maps, looking up. Cancel drag. Create new folder with map drop messages app drop ready. Was it? Double tap, yeah. Drop complete. And now it should be after messages. maps. Maps is editing. Maps is at messages is editing. So we've moved messages from after the maps app. It was before it, now it's after it. So I've changed yes. the order. Correct. So that when you're trying to rearrange, you know, uh, a whole screen makes it really useful because before, if you dropped it just random, it would drop in the open space. So in the last, in the last open space of the of the screen, and now you can be very precise. So I could, you know, let's see, I had something on row four position three and I wanted to be in row one position two I can just do that and drag it and put it to be before whatever I have on that position two and row one and then it shifts the whole screen another thing I, I, I really like about this too is sometimes you want to move more than one app at a time like you because you can set up more than oh, one yes. page, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. And so you can actually start, uh, you start the editing mode uh, and, uh, you know, add an item like messages to drag and then flick to another item. If you flick up, it says add to drag session. And right. you can grab multiple apps and grab like four or five and then go to page three and drop them all on page three. So much faster than doing them one all at right. a time. Yes. And that's, I mean, for somebody that has like 14 pages of apps, <laughs> <laughs> this has become really useful. So I already went from 14 pages to nine pages and it took me only, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes of organizing. And before like, you know, one hour and I couldn't keep up with my like slew of crazy apps I had. Yeah. You, you have a lot of apps. I have to say, like you, you have outnumbered my apps by probably four or five times. I'm, I'm <laughs> thoroughly impressed. <laughs> well, many of the apps in the beginning, it was because I was testing them out. But then, for example, you know, I have a folder in my first page that's called scanning tools. So right there, I have, you know, uh, seeing AI, tap, tap, see my money reader, my light detector, my can FB reader, uh, I have Prismo, and I have uh, red laser for scanning, uh, scanning QR codes and, and other things. So, you know, I use that one very often, like almost all of them. Oh, and I have the one that I haven't used for a long time, which is that digitize. But, you know, so those are all apps for for blind right there is a bunch of apps. Oh, I used to be that, in love with Digitize. I, I'm not, I haven't fallen out of love with it. It's just, there's been some other apps that have kind of filled in that gap, but that's another good one. Yeah, I mean, I still use the, you know, that you can create your own labels. I've been using that for my fridge, what, I mean, freezer, for my freezer stuff. Cause you know, once you freeze things, they all look the same. Well, they don't look the same, but they 
for the fingers, they all feel the same because it's just this hard clump of whatever. Yeah, Digitize is an app where you can print out basically these QR codes and put them on things. And then when you scan them with the phone app, it, you can have it play back an audio recording basically of uh, that you set up. So it's like a way of setting up an uh, audio recording on a, something that you can play back with a scanning. So like you said, labeling things is probably one of the most common applications. Yeah, I do wish that uh, uh, Digitize and Scene and I could be one app and then that would be like my dream come true. Because oh, Seeing AI has a much better uh, barcode scanning system yes. too. Oh. Correct. Because it, it scans like in different directions and it gives you feedback. So so like, you know, if if Microsoft could get Digitize and just you know, put it in seeing AI, that would be my dream. And we've talked about seeing AI on the podcast before, but that's like a little bit of a Swiss army knife uh, of, uh, of blind tools, right? So you've got an OCR system that is either for quick reading of text or for reading an entire page. It's got a barcode scanner. Uh, it's got a, a face recognition system, but it's kind of rudimentary. It's not really advanced, but it's nice still. It's not bad, though. No, it's, it's not. No, it's, not at it's all. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's rudimentary, but really effective so far. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got it. It also has a light sensor in it, but you got to go a couple steps in to find it, which is why having a standalone light sensor is still a good idea yeah, to have. That one is like, and then it has the, you know, image recognition description, kind of like what Facebook and Instagram is trying to do, but better. Yeah, theirs is um, good. I'm, I've been yeah. very impressed. <laughs> and theirs is a beta. I mean, it's not even like, you know, they tell you this is a beta. It's a, and their beta is like freaking awesome. We should we should actually show them and it, you know, in in the works at the at the podcast. And um, and I think that's it. I'm, I mean, they're always adding new things. So I haven't checked, but but for example, for the short text scanning, and and um, and and the the barcode reading, nobody beats it. You know, it's uh, it's it's so it's so fast, and it gives you that audio feedback. So you know, when you don't know what the barcode is, and you start you know turning the package around. When it sees something like the barcode, it gives you a little sound. So now, now you know where to be, you know, narrowing it down to. Yeah, because that's, that's the thing is when you're trying to scan a barcode, unless you get a perfect scan, the, you know, whatever app you're using doesn't tell you that, you, you know, that it's trying, that it's missing it. But the, the seeing AI one, yeah, you get a tone, a beep, 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 beep and it speeds up the more uh, confident it is that you're pointed towards the barcode. So you actually can tell if it's there. Uh, and right. focus so much it's, better it's so much better and i wish they would use you know actually i think what would be real cool is if seeing ai would have an ability to connect to other apps so for example so red laser i use it a lot for me to create um you know shopping lists and stuff and say products that I want and which on which store and all that stuff. And so it reads my barcode, gives me all the info, but then then I have to go get it. So it'd be really cool if I could just like connect with Red Laser and throw it in there or you know, or or if there was um other apps that you know, a shopping list app that I could connect to seeing AI and then boom, drop it, you know? That that to me is, is kinda like 
what's sort of missing. But of course, seeing AI is free and let's face it, it's pretty amazing for what it is. Yeah, absolutely. For a completely free app uh, made by Microsoft, not even on you know one of their own platforms, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, so should we show people, um, you know, this editing session feature? Maybe we can throw it in a different page or in a folder, if you don't mind. Yeah, so let's uh, let's make a folder and let's put the photos and the messages and the maps into the same folder. So we're on the iPhone right now. I'm going to go to the very beginning of the first page. So I'm going to flick to the left until I get there. Maps, maps. There we go. So I'm going to flick up. Edit mode. Double tap to edit. Started editing. All right. I'm going to flick up. Activate default drag maps. Okay. I'm going to hear drag maps. Going to double tap. Messages is editing. So maps is now being selected. Here's messages. Fuck messages is editing. Up. Cancel drag. Create new folder with drop maps after drop ready. Add to drag session. All right, so I flicked up to add to drag session. I'm going to double tap. Dragging two items, photos, is editing. All right, I've got two items and there's photos, and that's what I want to create a folder on. So I can actually, I don't have to add it to the drag session. I can just flick up till I hear folder. Cancel drag. Create new folder with photos and maps, messages, drop ready. All right, so I can double tap. Creating navigation folder, nav done, button. Now you hear it said creating navigation folder. So what it did was it gave that folder a name and it tried to figure out what I was making uh, a folder of and it called it navigation. I don't want that to be it. So I'm going to go back to that folder, flick to the right. Navigation folder is editing three apps. I'm going to double tap on that. Folder name, navigation, text field. So it opened the folder, put me right on the name. I'm going to double tap. You can actually clear navigation. Oh, that's right. I can. So I could clear that and I could give it a name here. I accidentally hit the home button, so I ended it there. But I think you get the idea. Yes. And then you're ready. And there you go. And if you want to bring, for example, photos out, you open the folder, edit, and then you close the folder and photos are, are you can drop it anywhere else. So that's how you uh, edit, rearrange, create folders, move items around using VoiceOver. Yes. And I believe people using Switch, uh, some uses VoiceOver and some don't, but it will still work the same way because it will use the assistive touch. That's right. So it's nice because a lot of the things the Switch controllers use, so there's someone who might be hooking up with a single Switch, someone with who's maybe paraplegic and can't or doesn't have the motor control to use the touchscreen, they'd use a physical Switch. And anything that they do, any of these big improvements to voiceover, it usually carries over to be a feature for those users as well. Yes. And uh, and I was just talking to a friend who her, par- her dad just got Parkinson and she wasn't aware that you know that you could connect the switch to his ipad and make his life a lot easier um because the you know tremors are getting in the way sometimes of interacting with the ipad so that is a solution right there well excellent i think we're gonna with that tech tip here i think we're gonna call it a day yes uh so 
just to reiterate, um, we've got uh, you should check out uh, the Keys movie. Uh, oh, sorry, thekeymovies.com to see Rachel in action. You can check out the trailer. Uh, otherwise, uh, I think we'll uh, we'll close here. So, well, well, thank you for joining us on the Access Ninja podcast. Uh, if you want more information, check us out at access.ninja or give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That always helps. And uh, be good to each other, okay? Have an awesome week. <laughs>